I am Brother Cornell West, and this is Hip Hop Can Save America. Peace and love, everybody. It's your man, Manny Faces. Just wanted to let you know that Hip Hop Can Save America is now available as a live stream show every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. You can find it at hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Excerpts from that show will be played here on the audio feed, so you'll still get the good interviews that you've been used to. But check out the live stream and check out my free Substack newsletter at mannyfaces.substack.com. That's filled with all kinds of stories of hip-hop innovation, inspiration, and generally hip-hop news that isn't about dumb shit. For everything hip-hop can save America, hiphopcansaveamerica.com. For everything Manny Faces, mannyfaces.com. And if you find value in this work, you can support it. We'd love to have you aboard as a supporter at patreon.com slash mannyfaces. Now let's go. On this episode of Hip Hop Can Save America, a.k.a. the world's smartest hip hop podcast, we go around the world in about 45 minutes with internationally established educator, choreographer, cultural preservationist, and director of the acclaimed international arts diplomacy program, Next Level, Junius Brickhouse. My name is Manny Faces. Let's go. The thing about hip hop uh, today is it's smart. It's insightful. The, the way that they can communicate uh, a complex message in a very short space is, is remarkable. And a lot of these kids, they're not going to be reading the New York Times. That's not how they're getting their information. So hip hop didn't invent anything, but hip hop reinvented everything. Peace and love, friends, neighbors, supporters, and haters. Welcome back to Hip Hop Can Save America, aka the world's smartest hip hop podcast. Now, longtime listeners will remember being introduced to Mark Katz a while back who at the time ran the Next Level program out of the U.S. State Department that sends all sort of hip-hop teaching artists around the world as part of a cultural and artistic exchange. Well, since then, the program has transferred leadership to today's guest, Junius Brickhouse, who not only helms the program, but does a ton more to uplift humanity through hip-hop, particularly in the field of dance. I'm thrilled we got a chance to finally kick it. Now, before we get into it, a quick rundown for first-timers and reminders for the regulars. If you're listening on the web, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts or click the handy dandy link right there on the page right there. You can follow us on all the socials at Hip Hop Advocacy. You can email us at hiphopadvocacy at gmail.com. If you love what you hear, you can help us keep doing it and stay fully independent along the way. We don't want some clickbaity type corporate overlord telling us how to do hip hop. Visit patreon.com slash hip hop advocacy. And shouts to the newest member of our e-family, Brianna, who joined us at the Holding Us Down level. Thank you, Brianna, for indeed holding us down. Now, if you've listened to a few shows and you're like, wow, Manny must be really good at speaking about all the amazing ways hip-hop can help innovate fields like education and industries like tech and so much more, I bet he'd be an amazing speaker to hire for my school slash organization slash conference keynote slash bingo night slash all of the above. How can I make that happen? No problem. Just go to hiphopspeaker.com. And if you do nothing else, please at least subscribe to our free weekly newsletter. It's a hand curated collection of stories of hip hop inspired innovation, inspiration, and insight. Just go to hiphopadvocacy.org newsletter. 
And if you forget any of these things, you can go to hiphopadvocacy.org slash links and all that stuff will be linked there. Now, let's get into it. Here's my talk with Junius Brickhouse. Junius, thank you for your time. I really appreciate uh, you finding some time to kick it with me. It's a little bit overdue, as I mentioned to you before we started. I've been wanting to talk to you in this uh, platform for a long time. So thank you. I'm honored to have you here. Oh, it's glad to be here, man. Thank you so much. No worries. I've given a little intro to who you are. You do a bunch of stuff. Uh, we, <laughs> we are uh, many hat wearing type folk. Uh, when someone asks you, hey, so what do you do? How do you answer? Yeah, you know, usually I, I don't. <laughs> I, I say, man, let's just spend some time and chop, you know, like, yeah, I think we are poly people in hip hop culture. You know, like, I think the truth about us is that um, we come from a different time. You know, a lot of us who are a little bit older, I'm definitely someone who comes from a different time. I start doing this for different reasons, you know, than than some people do today. But one thing's for sure is that you had to have a toolkit. Mm. And I, I think right now I'm just doing the best I can with the tools I got, you know, and trying to make my contribution to to the world, if if not hip hop culture. Right. Got it. Got it. Well, listen, um. Among all of those things that you do, I think you're doing that in a lot of different realms. Uh, so let's talk about a couple of them in spe- uh, specifically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me about Urban Artistry. Uh, oh, man. Tell me about this organization and its current incarnation. Man, I tell you, Ur- Urban Artistry is a, is a labor of love. The, the quick and dirty of it is that um, I moved to D.C. Mm-hmm. in 2005, mm-hmm. and um, I'd been in Europe for about eight years, um, 97 to 2005. I was in the military uh, for some time. So I was on NATO duty there. And then I, I took a job as a civilian. But being an artist and being a dancer, I was very connected to those communities. Those folks were, were hella kind to me. They, they kept me balanced. They, they helped me remember who I, who I am and where I come from. And I'm so grateful um, for that experience in, in Europe. I joined the ass- Assassin's Crew there. And when I came back in 2005, it just made sense. You know, um, my team in Europe were like, so what you going to do? You know, how do, how do you pass it down? Like, how do you center cultural preservation and sustainability? And how do you do that responsibly? And uh, I saw a a big hole in the dance community specifically. A lot of talent, what's missing from a lot of people's uh, toolkit is opportunity. Mm. So when you have the background that I have and you know the people that I know, it only makes sense. It's only right. You know, like, so Urban Artistry was my effort to pay it forward right? To do something for communities of practice, young adults. You know, um, I know a lot of people work with children and we work with children too. Yeah. But there's a, there's a lot of broken adults out there, you Mm -hmm. know, and, you know, broken people break people. Mm. Like not having the opportunity to self-actualize, you know, and do the things that you want to do only creates more stress, you know? So 
that's what we do at Urban Artistry. We invest in, in young people trying to do their best to, to culture responsibly. I, I really enjoy this work. I mean, it's been 16 years and um, we are a group of dancers and artists run by artists. We do our own work. We do our own grant writing. Like we mm. do all of our things from, you know, conflict transformation to entrepreneurship to our particular research in different forms and making sure that we have archives of not just the current street dance styles, but also the forms that inspired them, the things that mm. before that. So it right. was important to create something that was public facing that people could come and and sign up for these mentorship programs. Yeah. And we have public facing programming too, like classes, like uh, daily, we have our own studio. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much what we do. And we're just pushing out like talented and informed artists. And, and that's, that's the goal. Yeah. I, in the hip hop world, in the music world, in the artistry world, uh, a lot of times the dance aspect of it, gets pushed to the side or uh, isn't, you know, the front facing uh, aspect of hip hop culture. Um, obviously, it's no less important than any other element or any other uh, facet of people's artistry or art forms of, uh, from the communities you know, who are engaged in this. That's a really powerful uh, mission to maintain that presence of that type of art form, those people, those communities uh, in, a, in a world that often doesn't give that a lot of, like you said, opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to, if you look back throughout history, how westernized society like <laughs> treats dance, right? Right. Like right. in itself, like, you know, you look in Europe and in, in Europe, like particularly in England, dancers were like court gestures, you know, they, mm. were, they were just for entertainment. And, you know, if you look at things in, in the continent of Africa and, and there in a lot of tribes and cultures, Dance is medicine, right? You know, it, it's it, it, it's what spiritual people do, you know, to to help with healing and and growth, and it's how we tell stories, right? right? And I and um I think I I side on that thing, yeah. You know, and waiting for other people to determine you have value has mm. never been my thing, yeah. So, like, I think it's it's about creating those platforms for for artists and and a, allowing dancers to see that they're not just dancers, right? Not just entertainers. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that. I've they, heard you refer. I've heard you refer to dancers as tradition bearers. Yeah, that's right, man. You know, like I feel like that's what we do. We're carrying on traditions through, and our instruments are our bodies. Yes, you know, like we. We can't put them away, right. you know? You know, I play harmonica and, and when I'm whack, you know, like <laughs> my band tells me, yeah, maybe you should set that down for a minute and have a, have a cup of tea. Like, <laughs> think right. about that, you know? But it's different with dancers, you know? Like they can't put their person away. They right. carry it with them all the time. So it's imperative that we, we build not only talented artists, but dancers who can see their full potential yeah. and unapologetically, right? Like, yeah. and, and not feel like they have to change who they are. Because right. this is, this is already a tough thing. You know, we're Americans, yeah. right? You know, that's a, that's a big garage <laughs> right. full of so many different 
influences and, and cultures involved in us, like who are we and, and, and what does that look like and how do we tell our stories? So, you know, it's not just about cultural practice, you know, or even preservation. Like yeah. we keep talking about responsibility with tradition bears because it is a responsibility. There's so many people who are who have been left behind who haven't made it out, you know, and we can yeah. go on and on, like i.e. some original founding B-boys and B-girls in, in New York City. Like a lot of those people will never know their names. Right. You know? Right. And and we're Olympic Tastic soon. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah. it, it's like we can't we can't always go back and get it like right. Sankofa would you know, encourage. Mm. Sometimes we have to to build and sustain with what we got yeah. and work from the present going forward, hopefully learn from some of those mistakes. And to me, that's what tradition bearers do. Interesting. I, I, I understand. That makes a lot of sense to me. You know, it's like also, man, you know, like people have always said with hip hop, you know, peace, love, unity, having right. fun. Right. Could you imagine if they took out having fun and replaced it with tradition bearing? Well, you feel me? Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a there's a way there's some things that we say like off the top and then we say in our in our cultures, in our communities a lot. But like, I think seriousness of purpose mm-hmm. is is why I say we are tradition bearers. We have a responsibility here. Yeah. We're part of something larger than us. We practice these traditions. We want to pass them down, yeah. you know, or we want to make money. Whatever your thing is. Hey, that, you know? that works too. Yeah. You know, it, it, part it, of it. It's about having that seriousness of purpose to me. So yeah, uh, I try to speak it in the truth. Uh, you mentioned a couple of them just, just very quickly. I know you said it's a labor of love, uh, you know, writing your own grants, keeping this thing alive, uh, working, wrangling personalities, I'm sure, you know, uh, all, the, all the things. All the things. <laughs> all the things. Uh, what are some of the, uh, you know, the difficulties? Have you overcome a couple of the obstacles along the way? A lot of people want to start, you know, nonprofits or they want to get into that, you know, to try Mm -hmm. and help the culture have a little bit more institutional vigor. What are some of the the obstacles that come along the way? How how difficult is it to do this? You know, Manny, it's it's very difficult to do this work. You know, it's not just a sign of my age as as I get (laughs) as I get older. You know, I want to spend more time like in direct practice, you know, like I I don't, I don't want to be on the, on the periphery. Like I want to be right there in there doing the thing. And, and and sometimes that's tough because I'm, I'm surrounded by people who are half my age and, and don't have the same cultural background or sensitivities as I do. And, and that's how we, that's how we grow. The, The toughest part for me is that creating this thing where you get a bunch of people together, looking right, looking left, you know, adjusting because everybody looks like you, you know, diversity is key, Mm -hmm. you know, not just in identity, but also in thought. Putting that together and making that work means that we're always, almost always in a, a constant state of review. You know, doing our own inventory and being like, okay, this ain't about dance at all. (laughs) You know, like this ain't even about dance. This is about something deeper than that. Mm. So I would say, uh, especially uh, in the last three or four years, 
when we're talking about these these social justice issues, mm-hmm. like it, it's it's been really tough when you're dealing with people who are from your community, like who grew up like you, that look like you. You're usually right there. You guys get it. You connect. But when people are different, you have to create programming mm. that encourages that diversity and 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 bridges the gap, so to speak. Yeah. And and I think that has been. The toughest thing, a, a black kid from the projects in, in Norfolk, Virginia, you know, can learn a lot from a mixed race person, you know, from Lebanon. Mm. And, and how do we get together and see each other? Right. Hip hop yeah. culture has always been about I'm worthy. I have value. Right. You know, and I want to be seen, you know, but that isn't something that's specific to hip hop culture. You know, and some people will talk about things like, you know, um, different types like common marginalities, you know, and, and these types of things that say that people on the margins, people who've been through stuff get each other. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I respect that. But I also think there's some work to be done and, and conversations to be had. We can wait for our, our country and the world <laughs> to explain the construct or we can do it like in small communities and one-on-one. And, and that's what, what we're trying to do. And uh, it, it's tough. It's the toughest part about it. Like doing the paperwork, starting a business is one thing, yeah. but you know, who are we when the music stops? Mm. That's the work. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, that's something that I will never brag about because as soon as you do that, you get that new member <laughs> right. You know, you jinxed it. Yeah. That's the reason I used to have hair. Right. <laughs> you know, I got you. But I got you. yeah, I, I would say, dude, like, honestly, like, that's probably the toughest part. You know, yeah. it's trying to understand like people come to artistic spaces with a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, art is a way that they can cope. Yeah. You know, and uh, right now, I think, you know, we're we're trying to navigate that with a global pandemic in place and, yeah. you know, uh, people being impacted financially. It's really interesting because it seems like, you know, I feel like uh, Dr. Spock at times, you know, like, you know, <laughs> I'm an arts educator, Jim. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not a yeah. therapist, you know. Right, like, right. But right. like those, um, these are, uh, that's another skill set that uh, this idea of, of empathy and, mm-hmm. and and doing our best to see ourselves in each other. As it's been been our drive yeah. right now with, with, not just with urban artistry, but um, in our, in our communities dealing with interpersonal relationships. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think having a focus on that, you know, obviously being in, you know, in a uh, running a program, having people come in and out, but then just carrying yourself through, like you said, through life with that yeah. kind of mindset, but also passing it on to the artists that come through this is a mentorship program, like you said. So you're coming in conscious of all these issues, not always, like you said, not always able to fully deal with them all, you know, no. but you're conscious of them. And I'm sure that those discussions get had. I would imagine it's uh, it's better than not having. Oh, yes, sir. You know? Yes, sir. One of the things that that we did that helped is uh, we started a, a genome project where people who were interested in doing their family tree and doing their research, you know, it started from this idea of 
a lot of us just getting tired of these blank narratives about being enslaved and slavery and and what that does to sure. people. So we Oh, you don't want another slave movie? <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm just gonna, Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm good. I you know, I've seen a few. Okay, you know, I'm just I just checking, just checking. I feel you though. I feel you. Go ahead. <laughs> and so, but it's it's about putting names to those people that we call family. And right. you know, so what we did is people got their DNA done, started, you know, doing their research or their families. And when they were ready and at a good place, they would we would make a trip to that country. Um, mm. and they would bring another company member with them. Mm. You know, um, so now we're getting we're stepping outside of hip-hop culture like and we're finding out who people are before we met them and and what they bring to the table and yeah it, it's really helped me understand students differently yeah and kind of see what how people struggle coming from having a cultural identity that's thousands and thousands of years old as opposed to an artistic identity mm. Um, yeah. Or a younger cultural identity like we have in, in hip hop culture. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's really helped me appreciate where I come from, you know, um, but I think it's really helped us as a company take each other very, very seriously. And I I truly feel like if you don't know who you are, if you don't understand um, your cultural identity. Yeah. When you're in my community, you're going to mess some stuff up. Yeah. Like, cause you don't even know who you are. You're, you're just yeah. bumping into stuff, knocking things over. Like, right. so that was one of our efforts to say, we want to understand each other. Let's have this project. And this thing has taken me like to so many different places with people that I, I love and, and, you know, I'm responsible for and they're accountable. You know, we, we have that thing with each other. You know, yeah. but to sit down and, and see how to see pictures of their third great grandparents like or, or <laughs> being in, in Taipei and and seeing where their ancestors like lived in, you know, where they were imprisoned, where they fought wars. Like, it, yeah, I don't know. It just it, it helped me so much appreciate my own culture, Yeah, you know, from learning about others. So. I can go on and on and talk no, about that. Sounds... That stuff. That stuff is really awesome. I, I really love doing this work. I think it's a brilliant program. Or, you know, sub program. Uh, you said earlier this is big. You know, you, you get into this world with th- these things are bigger than dance. Well, you know, or as they say, you know, uh, it's bigger than hip hop. Uh, yeah. And this is one way. But you bring them. You know, this is where you get them in, and and we all come together, and then you expand upon that in these other areas. I think it's that's really fascinating. Why I was not aware of that program. That is really. I mean, that sounds cool, man. Thanks, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, okay, so thank you for breaking down all of uh, the things that you do, urban artistry, uh, making sure that dance is still uh, a centerpiece of, of of cultural value. But then, as we say, bridging that gap to the past and using it to connect a whole lot of dots that don't get connected on a regular basis, I don't think, in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you would. Now, you know uh, where I'm going to go next. You know, I had Mr. Mark Katz on this show a while back. Hey. And uh, we learned a bunch about the Next Level program. And you just mentioned traveling the world, uh, you know, for some other projects. But this is what Next Level uh, is also about. Uh, can you please, for those who didn't catch the interview with Mark, uh, give me a very quick log line on what Next Level is? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Next Level mm-hmm. is a hip hop diplomacy program. 
sponsored by the Bureau of Education and Cultural Affairs at the U.S. State Department and um, administered by our, our friends at Meridian International Center. Um, our program, the, the brief is we are working very hard to connect communities that are already aware of each other in, in hip hop culture. And uh, we're doing our best to bridge that gap. So right. we do a call for applications across the United States and we try to gather our best and brightest uh, DJs, uh, music producers, beatboxers, MCs, uh, dancers, aerosol artists, and filmmakers. And we put together a team of six and we go to different countries and we not only teach uh, each of those particular art forms are being taught, but we're also doing performing rights in there. We're also doing conflict transformation. We're also doing uh, community building and sustainability archiving and, and these kind of things. To be honest with you, the program is... It's amazing. Yeah. Like I'm as as director of the program, I've I've been directing for um going into my my third year now. Mm-hmm. I started the seminal year with Mark Katz. Mm-hmm. Like he was a director at the time and and I was an artist educator. And man, I loved the program so much. You know, I just started consulting with Mark and I kind of see it like the work that I was doing here. In the DC metro area mm. uh, and, and internationally, um, was kind of like a a community of practice effort, like very small scale. But this cultural diplomacy program, next level, allowed me to kind of stretch out. So these ideas yeah. that we have from things like entrepreneurship to the performing rights end of this, sure. like showing people. Um, what publishing and licensing can do and and owning that and intellectual property and where that goes and how that lives in perpetuity. Yeah. This kind of stuff is hella important. It's clutch. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Next Level is is doing a, an amazing job. And it it's mostly the team of people that we have. Like they are uh, some of the most hardest working people I know. Yeah, no, absolutely. The, the the program is is I mean it's heralded. You know, it's been and it's been going on for quite some time. Uh, you've been directing for th- almost three years, and uh, the program has been going on since. Oh, how, many, how many different we're going, countries? We're going in our ninth year. Yeah, our ninth session, and we have thirty five countries that we've gone to. Yeah, and we still have eleven countries COVID pending. Right. So, so I think obviously you know. Sort of put on yeah. hold for the moment because you would go physically and there wasn't really that. Did you do anything uh, remote? Was there any way to kind of continue the program during the shutdown? Uh, or is it really just, you know, let's just wait until we get back uh, to. to We haven't we haven't stopped, man. Like, yeah. you know, planning the visits. Right. Like right. and meeting with the embassies and, and talking about uh, the communities of practice and what they need. Yeah. Like in this COVID environment. Yeah. Has been particularly important. Got it. Um, these are going to be the people that when um, travel is authorized, you know, these are going to be the people that we're connecting with and they're not going to be untouched by what we've been through the last two years. So yeah. I, I think that um, 
it's it's imperative that we we keep working with those yeah. communities of practice. So we we've definitely been busy at work. Um, so we hope to start programming um, in December. Okay. Yeah. So from December to to April, we're just going to be out there sweating it out. Got it. Now, listen, I, as you know, I think, you know, uh, I know a ton of people uh, who have been involved with the program, ton of artists uh, that have, you know, rolled through those proverbial doors. When you say you gather, you know, you try to gather some of the best uh, in the country, you do. You, your, your your program has done it. Uh, the people who roll through uh, the program are incredibly talented uh, and have that same kind of um, uh, sense of responsibility uh, for the work they're doing, that same knowledge of self. Uh, that we, you know, hold dear to. So uh, kudos to always picking good folk <laughs> to do ah, these things. Thank you, sir. Uh, very quickly, touch if you would upon the idea of, because I'll, I'll tell people this, I'll say, well, there's this cultural diplomacy and, you know, we've always done that. You know, we've kind of sent artists around the world throughout the decades. It's not a new uh, idea. Uh, but when you tell them that uh, hip hop is involved, first of all, a lot of people who have a very, you know, limited understanding of hip hop don't understand what there is to <laughs> to to be uh, an ambassador of. But when I tell them that part of the next level program focuses on it, it was originally kind of termed conflict resolution, but I know it's morphed into conflict transformation. Mm-hmm. And I'll get these you know quizzical looks of how does hip hop do that? And especially, you know, Americans in some other, you know, foreign land. It sounds magical. Uh, <laughs> I know it's it's not easy to, you know, be brief about that. But, you know, what that aspect of Next Level, I think, is, uh, you know, just super progressive. And I just want to know, you know, how do you how do you explain that to people who don't know what the hell that means? I mean, I think it comes from this idea for me that we are not our governments. Right. People draw lines. People vote in some cases and some people just get squatted on. Right. 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 And at the end of the day, you know, people to people diplomacy, like I'm working with you. I'm working to understand you is it's something that's very much hip hop. Yeah. Whether it's it's me having to call my cousin in the projects up the road to get permission so I can come on Saturday so we can practice, <laughs> you know, when right. I was a kid, right. you know, like right. I had to get a hood pass, you know, like so <laughs> right. you, you, you had to. That's cold. That's diplomacy right there. <laughs> that, that is diplomacy, <laughs> you know. Trust me, we, I had I had a long application process for my hood pass. So like, <laughs> it eventually came, but, you know, it was always a lot of red tape, let's just say. So I feel you. Go ahead. Just, just hope they don't, <laughs> they don't make you renew that pass, man. Nah, like, man, I'm telling you, you get <laughs> stuck without a visa, you got a problem. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's hilarious. But, I, but so please continue. <laughs> I, I think, I think about hip hop culture and diplomacy as not only something that uh, are intrinsically like similar, right? Like. Hip hop diplomacy, when you say that to people who work at the State Department, you know, they do the same thing. Sometimes they'll be like, hmm, <laughs> you know, it hasn't it hasn't marinated with people, it hasn't synced in with right. everyone. But people who believe in it, yeah. you know, they see how well we connect with communities that are not our own. Like I can go to Mongolia, I can go to Central African Republic, you know, and I can 
start talking about movement and like even though people don't may not speak english they'll know what move i'm talking about right right you know and right. and that work we have been doing for almost 50 years like so people who are talking about hip hop that's a 50 year mark but man people who are talking about like movement done to funk music mm-hmm. like uh movement done to acoustic country blues jazz like all of these things that are from the american experience like that's what we carry with us as hip hop artists so when we go to other countries we aren't representing just hip hop we're representing a very resilient part of the united states like this this artistic prowess that everyone everywhere is interested in yeah. how do americans do this what is this about mm. you know so if you look at art forms and what's popular and and even in some places what's considered traditional it's hard to get away from the influence of american citizens around this the exciting part of that is that there's so much that we don't know about other people's art forms which makes for a perfect exchange right, right. if we're if we're open Right. And, and I've heard you, I've heard you all talk about this where you say specifically, we don't go in and say, all right, we're here to teach you how to do hip hop. Yeah. This yeah, is a, yeah. this is right. We're going to, we're going to do hip hop together because y'all might do it differently. You might already have your way of doing it in, you know, in the locale that you're traveling to that we want to learn something about. It is an exchange. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even if you walked into one of these next level residencies, like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> I, I know what I'm doing. Right. You know, these people, will shock you. Yeah. They will surprise you. Yeah. There's been residencies that we've had where we've sent people out and they're really good. Yeah. They're like some of the best we had to offer and they have come to me and been like I I can't teach these people nothing. <laughs> they, they they got this. We're just going to hang out for two weeks. <laughs> like <laughs> and, and build because I'm learning. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean I- I've had very limited, uh, uh, you know, international exposure. But uh, when I did go to, uh, I went to Lyon, uh, France, for part of the uh, Les Original Festival that used to be out there, and uh, I covered that for a few days. And it was my first time, well, not out of the country, because you know, Caribbean vacation doesn't count. Um, but you know, first time to Europe for sure. Fish out of water. Didn't know how to speak French. Didn't know anything. But it was, it was so hip hop, man. They, they had it. And I tell you, they, they had all the elements represented. This whole festival was like five days long. They did everything right. And I'm like, man, we can't do it this good in New York. You know, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, I, you know, I'm like, dang, I'm coming here. Like, I'm the New York. I was represent. You know, I had a, a magazine, New York. You know, covering New York hip hop, and I was covering it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm coming from New York City, baby. <laughs> they had a lot. It was fantastic. So, yeah, there is something. Uh, to be said for, you know, seeing how the rest of the world does hip hop, you know, I, yeah, greatly. you know, and, and I think that's the thing, you know, the hope, you know, hip hop gives hope. Yeah. You know, like it keeps people dreaming. Yeah. Like even to this day, I'm, I'm 47 years old. And every time I hear like paid in full, you know, like, or I ain't no joke, you know, yeah. like yeah. i Yo, I'm the uh-huh. dude. I'm the god MC. You know, like I, I think right. literally, I think I'm Rakim. I'm like yeah. in there, like yeah. yeah, like I'm. My mind is like going to a place that I've never been, right? Yeah, like it's. Yeah. I'm, I'm finding a kinship with someone that you know I don't know personally. I've met him a couple of times, but I, I don't know him. Yeah, you know, but it, 
it helps me dream. You know, mm. there's there's hope there. Yeah. You know, I can think outside of my condition. And I think that's imperative to to kind of wrap your head around in, in this cultural diplomacy space. It's like we are doing our best <laughs> with what we have, you know, but what else is out there and what else is there to learn? And and maybe if we put some time in these artistic things that help us see how we're similar and like how we see ourselves in each other, maybe we can cut back on some of these real wars, you know? And, and my conflict transformation is like, yo, you, you popping off at the mouth, you can get this work. If it's about dance, you know, like, <laughs> right. You know, I've, I've forgotten more ciphers than you've ever been in. So let's go, <laughs> right. you know, like, right, right. let's see, no matter how old I get, like that yeah. is something that we grew up on where before I would look down on you before I would dismiss your humanity. I say, let's dance together. You know, mm. I, I think it was um, David Mancuso that said once, if, if we can dance together, we can live together. Mm. And coming from a guy who turned, you know, his house into a nightclub, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a real you, house party. <laughs> yeah. You get the you get the seriousness of purpose there. Yeah. And, you know, this is what we what we live for, like, and, and this is what I hope cultural diplomacy as a whole can do. And I, I say this to a lot of people, Manny, because I, I don't think people understand the seriousness of it. And I don't mean to do it for shock value, but I grew up in Norfolk, Virginia. You know, I was it's a huge military town, yeah. you know, so I'm surrounded by that. You know, I joined ROTC couldn't wait when I was in middle school. I, I couldn't wait to get into high school so I could join ROTC. When I joined ROTC, I, I learned how to return fire. I learned how to to map seas. I learned how to navigate my way out of a forest. I learned how to shoot. You know, no one taught me how to do cultural diplomacy. You know, I was prepped to be a, a button, to be a soldier. Yeah. You know, to not be diplomatic in my responses to react, you know, and let that, let that settle on you. How many people do we prepare for, for war, for trade schools where they make minimal amounts of money? You know, um, if somebody would have told me, Hey, Junius, yeah, this whole military thing is great, but you know, you can use your art. You can use what you know in hip hop culture. I've been competing and in, in dancing like since I was four years old. This is in my blood. It's, a, it's just what I do. And I could do it with my eyes closed. But with my mind open and my mouth free to speak the truth about my community, right? I can actually help people. That thing is missing. So I work my butt off at Next Level, mostly so that people can understand that they already have value. And that when we leave the comforts of our own homes and go to other people's countries, the goal is community, not imperialism, not disrespect, not stardom so I can feel like an amazing American in another country. <laughs> right. It's so that I can actually see in real time that I share a common tie with people and I can help them. I can leave them better than I found them. And 
I can turn around after that and learn something for myself. I can, I can build from there. Yeah. So that's, that's the importance of cultural diplomacy to me. Um, I had a great career as a soldier and, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't change a thing, right? But I know 100% if I was given an option, I would have taken cultural diplomacy over war fighting, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, I got, the, I got the scars to prove that there's a better deal. And uh, I hope that we can do these kind of things with hip hop. Next Level, it's just an extension of what I do in my community locally. You know, I'm not trying to go to other people's countries and and test some stuff <laughs> on right. them that I don't even do in my own neighborhood. Like, so yeah. this is um, this is where I'm at with that. That uh, thank you for that. First of all, it's great work. And uh, they got the right person helping do it. So uh, thank you, sir. I, I appreciate that. I've, I've always been a fan of the program and uh, now even more so knowing that you're doing it the way you're doing it. So. Um, that being said, you said very soon, uh, possibly the end of the year, actually back in the mix. I know you have DJs, uh, aerosol artists, you know, writers, uh, 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 rappers, of course, um, filmmakers. I need to add podcasters up in that mix. Let me see, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, just a suggestion, just asking for a friend. Um, you know, I got you. But, I got um, you. Let's chop. You know what I mean? Uh, but that being said, I, I do wish the program well. I hope that it does get started up, obviously, safely and, uh, and continues the good work that y'all are doing. Uh, so I, I think that's all I have for you today. Is there anything else that I have not gone into that you'd like to bring up? Uh, something you got to plug? I know you do a bunch of other things, you know. Yeah, I'm also a folklorist and I, I write and uh, I storytell, um, not just about hip hop culture, but my experiences as a soldier, and I do a lot of research in movement and music in the African-American South. That's, uh, that takes up a, a lot of my time, Yeah, like doing that. And I also sit on the board of the National Council for Traditional Art. This effort is, is how we show Americans who do not know the, the importance of, of hip hop and the diaspora, the continuum of, of what it is that, that we're doing in, in hip hop culture and how it connects wholly with other traditions um, that are born here in the United States. These are, these are some of the things that I'm working on. And, you know, uh, I'd love to, to stay in touch with you and, and show you some of these things and, and some of the people that, that I'm meeting here in the United States that are, that are pushing, not necessarily for, what they can do today, but how people remember hip hop culture 40, 60 years from now. That is important. Uh, I would love to all that. Yeah, as you know, that's my my self-appointed job is to help tell the stories of the people doing that work. So uh, oh, awesome. I love learning about all these kinds of intersections of you know of thought. So do keep in touch with me. And on that note, how do people keep in touch with you? Find out. Uh, I, I think you should do more things. But if this is all you're going to do. <laughs> You know, there's probably a way that someone can get in touch with you, follow some of this work and check out some of your, yeah. uh, how's the best to do that? Absolutely, man. You can hit me up and look me up at uh, juniusbrickhouse.com. Find me at urbanartistry.org and uh, Next Level USA. 
These are places where you can find out what we're what we're doing. And uh, are you on the it, social? Are you on the social medias? Yeah, man, I'm in all the places that the young people need me to be. <laughs> right on. You know, like right. uh, yeah. You, so I'm on Instagram. I'm on I'm on Facebook. You guys can right drop on. through and and please let's have dialogue, man. You know, like I'm I, I love talking to people about about art, but more than anything, I like to know what people are doing, like in their corners. Yeah, no doubt. Well, we invite that. We invite that conversation, those connections, and uh, hopefully we'll send some folks your way. And hopefully we'll be in. I, I know we'll be in touch more. And I, I know we've it's probably like the second or third time we've crossed digital paths. Uh, yes, sir. But uh, I, I, like I said, I've been watching for a while and I'm glad we finally got a chance to chop it up, man. I appreciate you and your time. Well, thank you, Manny. It's uh, the time is too short. You know, I could sit here and do this with you for hours, uh, but I, I appreciate you making the time and holding space for me and and let me uh, talk a little bit about uh, the things that I'm passionate about. So thank you, kind sir. Uh, um, my pleasure. And we'll bring you back. Don't worry about it. We'll, you know, we'll, ha- we'll need some updates. All right. Thank you. All right. Until next time, peace and purpose, brother. Love right. and light. Back at you. Thank you for your time. All right. Now, peace. Thank you again for listening to Hip Hop Can Save America, a.k.a. the world's smartest hip hop podcast. I'm the creator, editor, and your host, Manny Faces. Remember, if you're listening to this on the web, please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on all the places. Set the app to alert you to new episodes and give us a rating and review if you get a chance. It helps. Sign up for our free hand-picked curated email newsletter at hiphopadvocacy.org slash newsletter. Help support this show at patreon.com slash hiphopadvocacy. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at hiphopadvocacy. Visit our site, hiphopadvocacy.org. And email your comments, suggestions, complaints, or praise, especially praise, to hiphopadvocacy at gmail.com. And again, if you're looking for a speaker to talk about the ways that hip-hop music and culture can positively improve society and uplift humanity, I'm your guy. Hit me up at hiphopspeaker.com. Once again, on behalf of associate producer Summer, the rest of our team, and all of our wonderful supporters on Patreon, or just listeners in general, we thank you so much for listening, for following, supporting, rating, reviewing, and sharing. We'll be back soon. Peace. This is a Many Faces Media production. Many Faces! You sick for this one. Sick for this one. Once again, thanks for listening to another episode of Hip Hop Can Save America, a.k.a. the world's most important hip hop podcast. My name is Manny Faces. You can find out more about the show at hiphopcansaveamerica.com. You can watch the show now as a live stream on YouTube, hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Check back for all the replays as well. The interviews from the live stream will be brought here onto the audio feed, so you always get the best of the live stream. You can also check out our Substack newsletter. It's free at mannyfaces.substack.com filled with stories of hip-hop innovation, inspiration, and in general, hip-hop news that isn't about dumb <laughs> Eternal shouts to our consulting producer, Summer McCoy. Be sure to check out her dope initiatives, Hip-Hop Hacks, and the Mixtape Museum. We'll be back soon with another dope episode, but check us out on the live stream as well. Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern, hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Until next time, it's Many Faces wishing peace and love to you and yours. 